0: I'm here with my co-host, Carrie McEvoy, and you're listening to How to Publish Your Book Podcast, where we are helping writers become authors. Today, we're going to talk about what to do when you realize that you need help, and you will need help, (laughs) because
1: we can't do all the things, right, Carrie? (laughs) Oh, I'm so excited about this, because I've been to this point for a while, and I tried hiring help, and I didn't go well. So I would love to know how to identify what, what point is that, and then what should we be looking for? Because when you put the term out there, virtual assistant, there's a lot of different ways to define it, I was shocked to discover. There's not just like one type, there's lots of types. And even if you say an author virtual assistant, you still get lots of different types. So yeah, this well, is exciting. Yeah, so this is a space um, that I kind
0: of started out in. Um, I started being a VA um, for editors and authors and um I kind of just learned a bunch of things as I went before I started my own writing career. And it is really difficult. And that is actually the first tip that I will give a writer when they're looking for a virtual assistant is to make sure that they have um, like experience working with authors and not just working with authors as a whole, but working with your specific type, if you can find that. So working with somebody who has worked with self-published authors versus traditionally published authors, um, even if you can narrow it down, somebody who's worked within your genre, actually, I think would be
1: very helpful. That's interesting. I didn't know they could get that specific. Yeah, you can. And it it, it might not be like, I'm a VA um,
0: still here and there, um, but like I have worked with self-published authors who write nonfiction. I've also worked with self-published authors who write romance. Now, I'm not going to say that I will only work with somebody who writes romance, but I have experience. And so I'm going to be able to hit the ball, like hit the ground running Mm -hmm. faster than somebody who's going to have to then do research in your target market before they can really even start helping you.
1: You need to say more about that because you just said something that I know (laughs) that probably to you doesn't really mean anything, but I know that to those of us who are on the newer side of this, we're even trying to figure that out. And that is, how do we even know who our target market is so that we would know this person knows how to even find that target market? <laughs> okay, well, that's that's a really good question. So
0: basically, before you get a VA, you need to know and basically be able to do or understand most of what you're going to hand off to them. Um one of which would be, you know, knowing who your target market is who your target reader is um a lot of that stuff is pretty simple you go and look at books that are like yours on amazon or whatever publishing platform you're going with um barnes and noble Kobo, whatever and um i always do this like market research for each book because i don't write specifically in one genre so for my um personal essays and poetry book um i went and looked at other books about relationships and dating and kind of saw who their readers were, and figured out, um, you know, that we would have like a crossover audience.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that that's a really good point that you're making is that to, to know who they are. And, you know, it's hard, because when you, you when you're a new writer, and all of this is first times, or you're just trying to figure your way through it, you don't know some of the answers to some of these things. I mean, it's, it's partly a discovery process. You know, for example. When I ask that, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, "Well, Carrie, who who comments on your articles? Who who responds to your social media posts? That's your target. Do you realize you already have an audience? You have people responding. That's an audience. <laughs> but we often don't make that connection. We don't realize that Aunt Mary may be our audience, or maybe our neighbor down the road is. A- you know what I'm saying? We end up thinking it's like this nebulous unknown person, this ex person." And we, we, so we fail to see how to way to connect to them because they feel anonymous to us when really we're already engaging in them, whether we know it or not.
0: Yeah. And I think there's a lot of, you know, resources out there to like create reader avatars and all these different things, which is a reader avatar is basically a made up profile of who your quote unquote ideal reader is, which honestly is just kind of a guessing game. Mm -hmm. You can do in the beginning, if you don't really have an audience, I mean, you're just making this shit up. (laughs) It's like, I would like it to be Betty Sue down the road who, you know, but once you're starting to get an audience, you can start looking at who is actually reading your post and create your reader avatar from that. But I don't know. I'm not the biggest fan. I used to really advocate, like, create this reader avatar and really work with it. And, but I feel like it kind of alienates people. Like, if I create a reader avatar and it's a woman, even if that's the one, that's just the one thing, I'm already alienating half of my audience. And right, right. without doing any research, I wouldn't know that my, I mean, my audience um, under my, like, my pen name is, like, 70% men, 30% women.
1: Right, right. Well, part of what I've discovered is I just talk about what I'm writing and w- what book I'm getting ready to publish, and I-, I see who's interested. And then, yeah, if they bring up other titles similar to the one that I know, or listen to people talk, like for example, uh, a similar title to the one that I'm getting ready to publish is Love Warrior by Glennon Doyle. You know, who reads her? Who follows her on Instagram? Um, now, is she a perfect match? No, but if this was a Venn diagram, there's a significant overlap. And I can't ignore that overlap, you know, so as I listen to those that I know who read her are fans of her, then that begins to give me a sense of who might be similarly interested in mine.
0: Yeah, and that's actually something so I've taken a lot of courses just for myself and, you know, to be a better VA and all those things. And that's like a huge technique when it comes to like advertising. And something that you would want your VA to know is like, not only like, Okay, this is my genre, but then like whose books are the closest to mine so that you know, if you're having this person do marketing or advertising, they know to um basically uh my words are really failing me today, but like um, you know, focus in on that person's audience. Right, right, right,
1: exactly. That's right. So, you know, I already can tell the first error I made done was because I approached the VA with not knowing what I needed and I wanted her to act like my consultant. Mm-hmm. you know what? And, and, she, and, and so she already was, then I brought her in as an expert and she, instead of bringing her in as an aide, you know, an assistant. So, so how do you separate that? Because sometimes you're going to get meet people, honestly, Ashley, that just don't know. They're going to come to you and say, I don't know what I need. I just know I need to be doing more, or maybe I'm not making the right reach, or maybe my posts are a lot of, a lot of sync or I haven't branded consistently. So, So separate that out from the assisting you to do the work, from assisting you with the branding or the direction or the marketing or whatever else it is that we're feeling we're struggling with. Okay. So
0: an assistant is basically a secretary. It is not their job to come up with, you know, like the branding ideas or the marketing plan. Basically it's, they're the person that's going to execute your to-do list, right? So yeah, they can come up with copy and stuff like that, but they're not the big picture people. That's, that's who you are. So if you're having an issue figuring out like the kind of content you should be creating, um, the books you should be working on, the genre you should be writing in, that's when you would find like um, a consultant or um, a writing coach or something like that. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, it does. So I think that's where we, a first error some of us make is that we, we confuse coaching with a VA and they're not the same. And then we wonder why we're not getting the kind of help we get, you know, that's what happened to me. What happened to me is I felt buried. I wanted offload work and instead I got more work because of the direction she was taking me instead of me. I wasn't directing the terrain she was, and that's not it. I mean, it was one thing if I was seeking coaching, but I I confused the roles. And then Mm -hmm. she didn't know the difference being, this is the second problem, she was new she can, she let them be confused because she didn't know the difference either.
0: Yeah. So it's, um, that's something that both you and the assistant have to kind of come to terms with. Um, I work with, I have one client right now that I'm a VA for, and then I'm getting ready to take on another here pretty soon. Um, I'm very, very picky because there's some people I just know that I don't work well with. Um, and it's just as much of like as a VA, it's just as much of an interview for me to talk to that person and be like, okay, I want to work with you versus, you know, them interviewing me. Like it's, it's on both sides. Right. Um, and you know, having pretty clear cut boundaries. So, um, I don't think Tammy will mind. So I will talk about working with Tammy. Um, right now i VA for Tammy Lebreck who runs, um, newsletter Ninja and, She was just kind of scattered and all over the place. So the first thing I really knew that I wanted to do was get her organized. And then we sat down and had a call of like, okay, what would you like to see happen, you know, in the next three or four months? And we basically picked, you know, we want to launch a course, want to finish the second book. And we ticked the, you know, made our to-do list for that. And then I pretty much go and work on my own but that comes from having a lot of experience. Like I've done this for a long time. So if you're hiring somebody new, you know, they might not know exactly what they want to do and what they don't want to do, where their boundaries are um, even how to like track their time, but they definitely probably aren't
1: going to be like super (laughs) self-starters. Right, 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 right. So I think that's the other thing. So the other issue I Realized and discovered is that even when you say you're a writer's virtual assistant, there are lots of different types. There are those that will help finish a book, there are those that are going to help you with social media posting, and there are those that are going to help with consistency of. Brand. I mean, so can you go through the types that you're aware of and and then, um, and then how do we and the second question is, how do we know what type we need? Because frankly, there are so many hats that we're wearing. I think a lot of us are buried and we don't even know that we we're drowning and we don't even know where to begin and how to start. Yeah. So
0: it's, it's not necessarily that there's
1: different types. I've really
0: only ever heard of, you know, them called virtual assistants, but every virtual assistant is going to have basically their own skills. Um, A lot of VAs um, did not necessarily go to school for this. Um, I didn't go to school for this. I have like a Swiss army knife's worth of <laughs> online skills. Um, and so it's going to be really, really important that you identify what you want them to do, what you need them to do, and match them up with their services on their website or social media. So um, somebody contacted me about being a new or a, a virtual assistant for them. It's somebody that I would really like to work with. And um, the, her first question was like, what do you do? Because I don't know necessarily what I need. Mm. And so like the list is like, you know, newsletters, emails, schedules, social media, video and audio editing, which is not a norm. That's kind of a skill that I picked up on myself. Um, you know, website, copywriting, um, a, a list, you know, I will not go get your groceries, but that's about the only thing I don't do because <laughs> it's yeah, an and online that,
1: business. <laughs> you know, and I, I hear that list and that's a, that's a huge Listen, and I think sometimes we don't even know that we're not doing things that we need to be doing so that we then don't know that we should be hiring someone who could do this and to make it even better, faster, more efficient. So I love the fact that you just listed all these things because like her, I think that's where I am a lot. I'm I'm in the same place as this other person is. It's like, I need help, but I don't really know how. I just know that I'm probably not hitting all the balls out of the park that I should be.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, the the biggest thing is to identify what you want to do in your job and identify what's not getting done. And, and it's probably not getting done because you don't want to do it. Hold on a second. Mm-hmm. It literally sounds like my neighbor is mowing my yard. <laughs> it's very slight. Very Okay. So I'll be able to take it out. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, um, yeah. And so we- if, if I were to look, at my own business with a magnifying glass. Things that don't get done. If I were going to hire an assistant, I don't send out my newsletter regularly because I don't really like it. I know I need it, but I don't really like it. Um, I uh, don't post on social media every day because I, if I'm going to write copy and or you know write, I'm going to write a blog post, to work on my books, stuff like that. Um, if I uh have a cover or something that needs to be designed, that totally gets done right away. Um, If there's video editing or podcast editing, like I do that, no problem. So it's very easy for me to be like, if I were going to hire a VA right now, I would want them to make sure that my newsletter goes out when it's supposed to, and that the social media content that I'm making, because I'm making content, is getting put on the, the different social media platforms every single day.
1: Right 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 yeah in fact I as you were saying that I was thinking of uh, I just recently created a flow sheet from mm-hmm. uh, idea all the way to how we could disperse the idea in these various social media posts and my thought was is that a good idea that something the writer and VA should create together is that or is it better to have uh, the writer come in and say this is how I would like it in a perfect world to look I mean, what are your thoughts on that um well
0: yeah so basically as many like I don't know, boundaries or uh you know as many boxes as you can make for them to tick off the easier it's going to be so if your branding is already done then you know handing them you know a branding packet that's like here are these templates for Instagram go crazy but only use you know these colors whatever um, you know, having those kind of boundaries and things set up is going to make it easier for right. them to do their job. And if you have a specific flow, you're like, I'm going to hand you this blog post, and then these are the ten steps that you do after it. You know, that's that's to me, that's cake. That's like, okay, I got my list. It's just tick it off as it gets right. done. Right, so, right, right.
1: yeah, that that's helpful to hear that. I, I yeah and I can see now what went wrong and why it went the way that it did and why it didn't work out. I felt, I ended up feeling like I had more work and I wasn't getting done. And Oh, and and this is the other question I had. She didn't write copy. And I really needed that. And in fact, we're throwing that term out as if everybody knows what that means. I know you and I know what it means. (laughs) What I mean by it is I may have a blog post or I may have a, a video or something. And I know there's a message. There's the point to the message. And I now need a social media post made with an image that that stays on message. Now, I don't really care exactly what's said. It doesn't need to be a personal story of mine, but I'd like to have something simple that's written that's on message. I don't want to have to take the time of another 15, 20 minutes to edit a piece of maybe 100 words. So that's what I mean when I say copy. Is that what you're referring to?
0: Yeah, so copy
1: to me is just
0: anything that's basically written that's not fiction. So sales copy for products, um newsletters, uh you know, product descriptions, um social
1: media posts. Yeah, that's all copy to me. So how normal is it for a VA to write that? Is is that tip is that to be I is that an unusual skill or is that a typical skill? Um that's a typical skill, I think. Okay, so if you meet somebody who's not able to do that, probably they're not a good fit.
0: Yeah, probably not because you would think that. Yeah, if if you're hiring a VA, especially if you're hiring somebody to do social media, that's something that a lot of people hire VAs to do is social media. If you're hiring some sort of social media expert, blah blah blah, whatever, they should be able to write copy. In right, my opinion. Right,
1: right. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So where do you find these people? Because frankly, I'll tell you, that's not easy either. <laughs> well, if you know me,
0: <laughs> I have a list. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. But so if we don't know you, what's, if you don't
0: know me. Um, okay. So there are tons and I mean, tons of VA groups on Facebook where you can go in and tell them, this is the business that I run. And I mean, there are, a lot of VAs are work from home moms and they are just looking for clients all the time. Um, I mean, you'll, I posted, it was a while ago, but I posted in one of those um, groups and I think
1: I had like 19 applications in like an hour.
0: Like it was like I
1: didn't insane. Even, I didn't even know they're on Facebook groups. I didn't, I mean, cause what I did to find somebody was I put an ad out on Twitter and Instagram. And, and then I also did a Google search, um, with put it, put in a writer's virtual assistants or author's virtual assistants. So those are the three methods that I use. You know, I think I interviewed maybe three people, four people. Um, but I didn't, it wasn't like 19. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so, well, there's, there's these
0: communities, um, that I kind of came up with, uh, where they do training, they do courses and things like that to teach you skills, you know, like how to design things on Canva and how to use Photoshop and things like that, that you might need. Um, And I was uh, taking a couple of those courses just to kind of brush up on things and happened in this group. And when I was pregnant with Emmy, I, I did apply for just some like one-off, you know, video, video editing jobs and stuff like that. Um, but those groups are super competitive, but also keep in mind that they are not trained to specifically work with writers. Mm -hmm. So, um, but also asking writers that, you know, um, because usually they will have a VA and that VA will have a friend or they will know somebody. Um, I also, there, I follow a couple of VAs on Clubhouse Mm. that are specifically just for writers. Um. And uh, yeah, so it's always really important, I think, to just kind of talk um, more than just like, I w- if you had asked me, I probably would have been like, no, don't go to Twitter, because <laughs> you're just <laughs> going to get randos.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> so. Yeah. so don't take it from me. Don't do that. Not a good plan.
0: <laughs> and you can, I mean, there are places like you can go to Upwork and look for a BA. Um, you can go to Fiverr. Um, you know, a lot of those people are looking for, um, you know, steady work Yeah, and, um, we'll do a really good job, you know, it's just, uh, but I tend to go more towards like somebody who can give me like a word of mouth reference from someone I know versus, Right. right somebody
1: up the internet. Yeah, me too. I mean, I prefer that as well. I, I like, I like to know that they have had experience and that the person that they've worked with has been happy and is doing well. I'd like to see performance in other words. So what kind of questions should we be asking when we interview somebody?
0: Um, right off the bat, you need to, especially if you're putting an ad out or whatever, you need to know exactly what your budget is. Um, because I've seen it happen more than once where I've been hired and they were projecting how much a project would make or whatever. And um, it didn't quite pan out, but they still have to pay me. (laughs) So, um, and so, you know, there are people that will, you know, work for $10 an hour. There are people that charge 30, $35 an hour. Um, It just really depends. So just know exactly how many hours you think you need and how much you're willing to pay first, right off the bat. Um, and if you think, oh, um, I have uh, so, uh, social media and this and this and this, it should only take them three hours,
1: add two more. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah, I know. Because we tend to, I, most of us don't track our time very well and don't realize how much time we're spending on these things. So you're right. We we underestimate, just like I think I can only spend this amount on groceries when I really spend more. We often spend more time on posting than we think we do.
0: I track my time religiously when I am working for Tammy. Like anytime I have to get up from my computer to, to deal with my kids, I just write it down and then we add it all up. But um, if I don't do that, I will overwork. Like, I will, I will work and not charge her for it. Yeah. And you just have to be, you have to be realistic about what you're expecting one person to do in so many hours. Um, and, you know, you have to be, I have to be realistic about like how much I can actually get done and not being like, oh, cause like Tammy's a friend. So, you know, like, oh, I'll just do this, this, and this, like, no, she doesn't want me working for free. Like, you know, and I have to charge what I'm worth basically. So. Right,
1: right, right. Do you know what a typical range is? I mean what I mean I know that we're talking twenty twenty one and this is not gonna be fit twenty twenty four, but so what in twenty twenty one, what's roughly the range that we should expect a VA to come in at?
0: Um a VA with experience. Um we're talking like uh I don't know. 2 to 5 years. Uh, I'd say between 20 and 25 dollars an hour. I wouldn't um I don't usually take jobs for less than $20 an hour. Okay.
1: And I have about I 7 think, years experience. Yeah, they go higher. Yeah, they go higher than that. I know some Oh, no, they go they go higher, but I um, but don't go no, lower than 20-25 what you're saying.
0: Yeah, and it just kind of depends like um Time out. I just realized I spilled all my shirt.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, that happened. <laughs> And that's interesting. I looked down at mine at the same time just to make sure it wasn't having shrunk cleavage. <laughs> okay.
0: Sorry. Well, the coffee, I went to the Doug's coffee shop and the girl who did my coffee like, gave me... Up? No, it is, but it's like broken. It, oh. it like doesn't seal all the way. It's like uh-huh. bent or something. And so I I went to take a Yeah. Anyways. so what I get for reusing the cup, trying to save the world.
1: Warming <laughs> and shit. right i just heard that there's laundry oh don't let me forget because i'm really i didn't sleep much last night but don't let me forget oh shit yeah i should (laughs) have talked to you when at 5 a.m and i'm still awake at 6 i was still awake at 6 anyway Uh, um yeah what was i gonna say to you um oh tic tac with wave wilds uh course i wanted to talk to you about that okay okay we can talk We'll take a break. Yeah, I think we're
0: all we're almost probably good with wrapping this one up. So yeah, I started watching the time.
1: <clears breaking throat> minutes in.
0: I think I like them better when they're like thirty-five to forty-five minutes
1: rather I than do. the full hour. So yeah, I think full hour is too long. Yeah, I agree too. So yeah, so yeah, we were talking about things that we should. Oh, r- price ranges.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, it kind of depends. And see, I'm at the point where I don't necessarily want to VA for people all the time, but there are people that I want to work with. There's people I want on my resume. There's people I want to learn from, you know, like Tammy's one of those, whereas like she has so many skills that i just like, I need to know them all. <laughs> so, um, you know, we worked out something that worked for us. Um, it's not really like my normal fee, but, it works. And I, and I'm learning a lot. I'm getting just as much out of it. And so you can kind of just got to talk to the person, but just remember that like, you know, every hour somebody spends at a desk is like money that they need to make to feed their family. I mean, like don't underpay. I'm, I cannot emphasize this so much. I've worked for companies even recently where I was undervalued and underpaid and it's not right. It's just, it's just wrong.
1: So would you ever work with anyone who's overseas? I know that a lot of people who are doing this long distance and remotely. Do you think that's wise? Um, I have,
0: and it was not a good experience for me so much so that I have never gone back to that option just because I'm a writer. (laughs) And so, um, They would have to have, you know, if English is not their first language, it would have to be very, very, very strong. And I just have never been able to find that.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was my thought when I asked the question. It would be my thought was, well, it's really hard to ask any to any of those to write copy because English often is not their first language. Then you've got the time difference problem. You know, the further away that they are on the opposite side of the hemisphere, then you're you're really struggling with to to find a time to even coordinate being able to speak to each other. But it does bring up, up a separate issue is it it doesn't need to be in person digital and online works just fine is that true is that what you found
0: oh yeah 100% so i've actually never been like a secretary or an assistant to anyone in person mm. um you know but like i've worked with we've had Mo, we had monica on the podcast i've worked with her um for a little bit and um it's just zoom i mean it's yeah it's uh, and before it was zoom it was skype <laughs> so you know you can find um, but like you and I, we, I mean, I, we've never met, we run a business together,
1: so, you know, um, yeah, but, but people are really surprised to hear that. And, we, <laughs> and I feel like, I, I feel like I've met you and I know you so well. And that you're like my girlfriend next door. I mean, and, I talk to you every day. So. Yeah. It's funny how much, it's funny how really, uh, how very deep a relationship can be online. I, I, yeah so yeah so i agree i don't think it has to be in person either but i do think there's things that we need to be aware of like fluency and time zones you know availability um what their preferred work style are they going to ever do anything will they do zoom calls or, or are they going to not are they willing to do uh, phone calls how available what hours are they available i think all those things is really important to remember
0: those are all things, honestly, that you should figure out what exactly what you want before you put your ad out. Mm. So like if somebody were to hire me and they told me they only wanted to talk to me on the phone and they wanted me to be available 24-7, I would have been like, oh, not my job. Pass it on to somebody else because I'm not available 24-7. I'm barely a- available like Seven, like seven seven hours a day, like so. You know, and I don't like talking on the phone. I'd rather do a Zoom call, and so you know, it's knowing exactly what you want um, is going to be the key to finding that person, and just being unapologetic about it. If if somebody comes to you and they do not have the skills or whatever, you need to think with your business head and not your emotional head. Because I do that where I'm like, oh, but they could use the money. Um, and nope, like this is a business. Yeah. So but see, no apology.
1: Not, yeah, that's not how I struggle with it. See, even what you're saying there, I find very hard to do because because I, I don't... Part, it's because I'm new at it and I don't know quite mm-hmm. how to hire. I've never hired somebody like this before. And then on top of that, now I'm an employer in a way. Really, I'm actually, they're the consultant. It's I'm not really mm-hmm. actually. but it. But I've never, it's one thing to say, I know how I want my house to be cleaned. Please do the please do the, um, the baseboards. I, you know, I know that Mm -hmm. I want that. I know not everyone wants that, but this is different. This to me feels more nebulous. It's, I'm not even fully on top of it myself for me to be able to come in to someone else and say, this is what I want because it's so, you know, I'm struggling to still define it. I think that's the hard part. So do you have advice what to do about those of us who find ourselves in that position?
0: Yes. Make sure that you are, you're going to pay a little bit more that's just how it's going to work, but make sure you're getting somebody who actually has experience.
1: Okay.
0: Um. And I have the same exact, um, you know, uh, issue with Tammy. Well, it's not an issue, but um. situation. So she knows like she has her branding and she has her like logo and her colors and she knows that she wants to do a video, but that's it. That's it. I have enough experience with design and video editing that I was like, okay, I can do that. And I made the slideshow and sent it over to her for approval. Yeah. Perfect. You know, perfect, perfect little like marriage there. You know, we have a really good working relationship, but when she put the ad out for a VA, it said, you know, I want someone who, who doesn't need to be micromanaged. I can just be like, I want this and they're going to do it. And As- that's, kind of the person I am
1: yeah so if I came to you and said for example this is one thing I want to do I want to take my TikTok lives and turn them into clips in a YouTube video and strung together with an intro and outro so I think I said but I don't know how to do that but I can say this is the product I want and can you do this and can you show me some examples of stuff that you've done similar to this
0: yes exactly and so you're gonna have people who are like I can do that but they've never done it. And that's still going to be taking a risk. Um, but then like, you'll have people that will be able to show you, like, this is an intro and an outro for a YouTube channel that I already made.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and you know, with, uh, with Tammy, it was kind of the same thing. She would send me a message and be like, I want, you know, time codes on the YouTube videos. All right. I can do that. You know, she, Kind of knew what she wanted, but not really. Right. So, but because I had enough experience, I was kind of able to help guide her right. along the way. And I think if you're new, working with
1: somebody who knows what they're doing is going to be very helpful, obviously. Right, 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 right. Yeah, no, that's that. This has been really, I mean, for me, I know when we walked into this, like, <laughs> know a lot about this topic but I know I know what I need I know the help I need and so this has been really helpful for me actually honestly now I feel like I can go out and more consciously because there there is someone who's been wanting and hoping that I would um, hire them as a VA but I already know they're not a right fit for lots of reasons but now I know Mm -hmm. why even more so why they're not a right fit um and, and now I think I can go out and actually Advertise and advertise in a way. I think I'm going to get a much better fit, much better fit. Yeah,
0: it's all just you know, the better you know what you're looking for, even if you don't know how to do it, you know, that's the the easier it's going to be find be to find that person. And I think that if you are looking at you know your to do list or whatever, and you're thinking this is going to be overwhelming in about six months, I'm probably going to have to hire somebody. I would one say. Start looking within like three months, but also say you're probably at the point where you're dropping balls and you don't even realize it. You probably need to hire somebody.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not me. Like this is not an advertisement <laughs> for my services. No, you're not I don't do this
0: anymore. <laughs> but like, um, right. but right. I just think I think writers are very much like I have to do it all myself, and they don't realize that making you know fourteen social media posts a week is taking them away from writing. Right and i personally i'd rather be writing so
1: right 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 or or for me i mean i i like doing all of it it's fun it gives me it's a variety but the reality is i don't have any free time that's not good you know i need to gain my free time back so it's not so much that i want to get a, give away something i don't enjoy doing i just need to have a life again so.
0: <laughs> I know. I said last year that I was going into 2021 and I was not going to work weekends.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. What day is today? Yeah, exactly. Bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Not only do I work weekends, I work like 12 hours a day. I know. Me too. Me too. Yeah, it's insane. Well, this has been really, really helpful. So I appreciate that. And we're going to put together a worksheet that kind of has some good questions to help people identify exactly what kind of where they're struggling, what they're looking for, how to know even if you need a VA. So we'll have that available on Patreon sponsors. Um, And also we always hope that you guys would join our writers community. We have a really awesome one on discord. So yeah.
0: Yeah. And actually something that I want to get going on the discord when it gets a little bit bigger is to have a thread where, you know, writers and VAs can, you know, maybe connect and figure out, you know, if they can work together or whatever. So Definitely look into joining our Discord community. And guys, don't forget,
1: um, we're going to Mexico. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah and yeah. I'm really excited. Yeah, me too. Me too. And right now, where the weather in Texas has been kind of off and on, it's like, it's not down there. It's 90 degrees. So um, yeah. You don't get to talk to me. It snowed here like four oh, days ago. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, no. So please consider joining us for October. We have space yet. And the same for February. Yes, and all of those links will be down in the description box below,
0: but I just wanted to make a note, I'm really excited about going to Mexico and connecting with some other writers and getting some like focused writing time because
1: I work a lot, but that's usually with kids everywhere. So it's not exactly like focused writing time. Focused writing time, staring at the water. How nice is that? The Caribbean (sighs) Sea, the beautiful turquoise blues. So yeah, there's something special about that
0: it's it's very exciting so again if you would like to join our discord community or come with us to mexico those links are in the description box below
1: well carrie i think this has been very informative so i'm glad we got to chit chat about this me too me too it's helpful so thanks guys it's <laughs> been great to talk to all of you
0: thanks for listening today guys and we'll see you next week bye bye bye